Hello guys, welcome back to Money is Blind podcast. I'm your host Prasoon and I'm blind and I'm okay with it. I'm not happy but I'm okay with it. So as I record this show now, I would like to say that I am more than impressed with myself because I I'm doing it straight for the fifth day in a row. This is the fifth episode of this of the podcast. And uh I have only published the first show in using Buzzsprout, the podcast hosting service that I chose. But I am happy that I started podcast at last. So what is today's episode going to be about my vision? how i became termed or uh, diagnosed as a legally blind person that's that's the story for today's show so when i was browsing through the finder app in my macbook i just came across this pages document that i had created back in march of 2022 so let me just take it yeah this is how the story goes everything started when i noticed a black colored flying object at first i thought it was a fly flying in front of my eyes and it was back in 2002 that's exactly 20 years not exactly that is almost 20 years from today 20 years back from today and i think it was the month of april or may and uh, i was at uh, kakanad a school in kakanad where i had gone to write my entrance examination medical entrance examination yeah and i was preparing going through my notes uh, the exam had not yet started my father was standing in the portico and uh, the school was near a railway crossing and i could see a goods train going through the rail tracks and suddenly when i looked at the building i saw this black colored fly and i tried to show it i tried to uh move away from it by waving my hands and i tried everything but it was not going anywhere so uh, i thought it it was something then it was then that i realized it was something which is wrong with my eyes so i thought i will uh ignore it because it was not bothering me that much i noticed it only when i looked on a light background or at the sky uh or when it when i was staring at a white background yeah so i ignored it i went into the exam i did pretty good in the entrance examination and that's how i got into calicut medical college 
under merit you know yeah my rank was like uh, in 400 yeah and i got admission into uh, one of the best medical colleges in kerala calicut or we say it as kodikode medical college and uh, that was in 2003 and uh, everything went fine but uh, immediately after getting admission admission into this medical college i consulted an ophthalmologist he said it is a floater so that's what uh, they called it a floater and uh, he said it was nothing serious i needn't bother about it he prescribed some medicines i think it was vitamin supplements or some kind of pills that i needed to take for almost one or two months i don't remember for how long but i took it and it didn't go away the floater was still there yeah let's fast forward to the third year uh, in calicut medical college during my mbbs years or oh, those were the good days of my life how cool would it be going back to college being so young back again uh i think i was 21 years then uh i think it was uh, during my preparation for the uh third year public examination uh i think it was the park spm textbook that i was reading i was uh, reading very fast i pre- i usually read very fast so uh and this time uh when i tried to uh read with my right eye uh i was not able to read it was the first time that i found that i had a problem with my right eye when i closed my left eye and i tried to read with my right eye i was not able to do that but when i closed my right eye with my right hand and then try to read with my left eye the good eye there was no problem uh, i was reading as usual uh, it was an aha moment for me uh, yeah but it was sad to uh, that was that was the day when i realized that uh, uh, i had a problem with my right eye and uh, all these years i was using my left eye to read to drive and uh, for for everything and uh, there was not even any other symptom uh, i hadn't developed any squint or lazy eye as they call it locally uh, there was no symptoms i even i hadn't realized it when i tried to read with both my eyes open uh, i had no difficulty but the problems started when i tried to le- read with my right eye i consulted a doctor and he said it's a rare form of macular degeneration yeah those were his words so being a medical student then i did what every other medical student did i googled it uh, this was uh, i think in 2006 so the uh, when i looked into the literature uh, at the learning resource center which is uh, 
a building where there were many computers with internet connection in our library back in 2006 that's where we had internet access those days so i googled it i read about it then i found out that it was a bilateral condition and the one the type of macular degeneration that i had it was uh, called stargardt's disease because uh, it was a juvenile onset macular degeneration which means it started in the early 20s so at that time the diagnosis was a macular degeneration it's nothing serious uh, but the loss of vision would be only central and uh, usually it will uh, sometimes it could subside by itself sometimes it could stay like that forever because i didn't know when it had started and uh, my left eye was still going very good it was doing pretty good so uh, i i had no other concerns so after making the diagnosis i got a prescription for taking zeaxanthins uh, lutins and uh, flavonoids and uh, all types of vitamin e vitamin a i started taking all those things and my father uh, who was uh, a huge believer of uh, natural medicines like uh, ayurveda uh, he uh, had consulted a doctor uh, an ayurvedic doctor and he also bought me some pills which i had to take every day and night i don't even remember for how long i i took those medicines even though i was studying uh, modern medicine but years passed by i passed the exam i did pretty good in all the practicals the theory exam also after completing the course in 2008 uh, i had to do one year internship then uh, years passed by i went for general practice and started making some money some quick bucks now those were the days of uh, doing night duties and uh, earning money pretty fast i used to drive those days i used to go to uh, hospitals in in the old uh, maruti 800 car that we had uh, we sold it for like 26000 rupees oh, that's another sad story that i have to share with you but not in this episode uh in 2012 i got into government service one year later in 2013 august i got married Uh, but all these years uh my right eye vision was getting degraded day by day but not day by day i must say year by year because it was very very slow but uh sometime after my marriage i started uh seeing some difficulty uh in my left eye as well because the clarity of vision that was decreasing it was like uh, uh watching through a fog uh, or i must say it was like watching when a smoke was there watching through the smoke that's how uh, sometimes i 
was able to see when I used my left eye, the good eye. But not not always. Uh, only when I stared at the sky. Uh, only when I looked at uh, leaves of trees which were very far away from me. Only only at sometimes. But that was the time that I realized that something wrong is starting, something bad is happening in my left eye as well. I then uh, during the time of my marriage, I was not able to drive the car because uh, I had difficulty understanding the portholes in the roads. But uh, at that time, I had no difficulty in uh, signing papers, the registrars, uh, or reading papers and all. Uh, that was not a problem for me. Uh, that is way back in 2013, like uh, nine years ago. Then some more years passed by. It was 2016. Uh, my son was born back in July of 2016 and uh, that was a very stressful event. Oh my god, uh, I used to have another blog, it was called papaternity.com and I have written a few blog posts on on that blog but uh, don't search for it. Uh, I stopped that topic because my idea was to write a blog on becoming a good parent who was also a doctor. But uh, uh, the, the delivery process, uh, he was admitted at the neonatal ICU for seven days immediately after his birth. Uh, and uh, my vision, I think, uh, during that time was a bit more bad. Uh, maybe it was due to the stressful situation through which I was going through. We were going through at that time. And uh, when my son was three months old, uh, my father and my mother and some friends of my wife, they insisted me, they convinced me to take an Ayurvedic treatment again at Vainad and uh, we went with the whole family, stayed there in Vainad for two months and uh, oh god, those days, uh, I wish I can forget those days. Like uh, if it was uh, possible to press a delete key and forget it everything, I would have done it. But that's not possible, right? Uh, those days uh, I had to uh, take this medicine put some uh, medicines like honey or something in my eyes and it was extremely painful and irritating and uh, some kind of medicine on my head Uh, I had to drink some medicines the diet was very 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 restrictive and uh, uh, I somehow managed to go through it for two months and then I stopped because uh, I had no idea what kind of medicine they were using and I was not seeing even a tiny bit of improvement in my vision and uh, 
my conscience didn't allow me to continue the treatment so i stopped that's when i decided to get a full diagnosis understand what's going inside my eyes uh get get to know in detail what's wrong with my eyes is it just uh, the macular degeneration or uh, because macular degeneration it only affects the central vision so when the central vision gets uh, affected to a severe degree uh, then at only at that time reading and writing and everything becomes uh, difficult but uh, i had noticed some vision changes some loss in clarity even in my peripheral vision the my vision loss was not just limited to central vision and that's why i thought it was something else so uh after stopping the treatment after discontinuing the treatment at vinard i decided to get a full diagnosis and so i booked a flight along with my brother to all india institute of medical sciences in new delhi and uh, my batchmate abdul shamir was doing his junior residency no i think it was senior residency that he was doing in ophthalmology at the rajendra prasad institute of uh, ophthalmology research center of ophthalmology uh, at aims new delhi and uh, that's where we went we spent uh, like a week there every day i had to go through several tests and all those tests oh my god uh, shining a big huge lamp of huge lamp with such bright light through a lens focused into my eyes that was horrible and damn right painful i wish i could forget all those days after uh, seeing the head of department and seeing consulting many other uh, pioneers in the field of uh, ophthalmology and uh, retinal degenerative diseases uh, they came to a diagnosis of cone road dystrophy and uh, i even had to do a genetic uh, test to find out which genes were uh, making this a uh, condition go bad so i did that test at uh, uh motilal hospital in new delhi uh, during the uh, during the same visit itself so what is cone road dystrophy it is uh, another type of uh, degenerative disease it is just like uh, retinitis pigmentosa but uh, in retinitis pigmentosa uh, the rods are getting degenerated first and then the cones so uh, the rods which are the pigments which are responsible for dark vision or night vision they gets lost uh, in the early days and then cone vision that means uh, the cones which are responsible for bright light color vision the clarity of vision that gets lost in the end so cone road dystrophy is exactly opposite to retinitis pigmentosa and it is not like uh, macular degeneration where the degenerative changes are just limited to the macula which is the most central part the most the best part of the retina where the maximum clarity of vision is attained that's macula 
So this is nothing like uh, macular degeneration. Uh, the rest of the retina is also affected. And here the cones are initially affected in the early days. That's why I started losing my clarity of vision and the color vision initially. And uh, then the roads are affected. So for uh, understanding this in a better way, I you have to first realize, understand that there are like 20 million rod pigments in one eye and only 2 million cord pigments in one eye. So it's like uh, there are 10 times the number of corn receptors in one eye. So we have only a few number of corn cells which are responsible for our perception of color vision, bright light, uh, for reading, driving, everything, for everything we need our corns. For everything that we do in the daytime, we need corn. And for everything uh, in which uh, dark, uh, there is darkness, or uh, where the, the amount of light is very low, uh, where there is dim light, we need rods. So that's the predominant type of receptors or pigments in our retina and uh, that is not getting degenerated initially in cone road dystrophy and that's why my uh, night vision was not affected in the early days but i do have problems walking alone in the night time but uh, if you ask me i can see better even today uh, in the night time when compared to the daytime if you ask me to walk to some place in the daytime, uh, if that is a place that I don't know, if that's a place that I'm not familiar with, I won't be able to do that. Uh, particularly when it comes to climbing down stairs. Climbing stairs up, that's uh, almost manageable. But climbing down stairs, I can't find the edge of the stairs and I it feels like I'm going to fall down and th at that time I lost my confidence and at that time I feel like I am helpless but then I think about the purpose of my life I come back I motivate myself I learn some uh, tricks uh, which helps me to go through those times and uh, it was after or I must say it was during the New Delhi visit that I confirmed that I was a rare one one in a million because this condition cone road dystrophy affects only one in like 10 lakh persons it's such a rare condition uh, the exact opposite condition, retinitis pigmentosa, is very common. It affects like 1 in 4,000 persons. But this condition, that's rare. And if, uh, if you ask me the genetic mapping I done, uh, they found out some uh, mutations, uh, some problems in the PROM1 gene. Yeah, that's the name of the gene, which is which has made my life, uh, which has changed my life 
yeah that's the way i like to acknowledge it and uh, ever since making the diagnosis i wonder why this condition affected me i'm not sure there ha- there is no history of such an illness in my family maybe because uh, they haven't done this genetic test uh, there there were history of uh, um, a vision impairment in my grandmother uh, in my paternal on my pet father's side uh, but they didn't have Uh, i don't think they have gone through a proper medical checkup and they have a proper diagnosis so i'm not sure about the family history i hope this genetic condition doesn't run uh in my family through me uh, especially i don't want this condition to go to my son uh, we have run some tests on him uh, but so far he is uh, okay Uh, but he has uh, a problem in his uh, uh, refractive power the left and right eyes uh, one eye is normal the other is isn't but uh, his retinal examinations were normal and uh, we hope it stays like that forever and uh, ever since the diagnosis of conrod degeneration was made i thought i had to do something wearing polarized sunglasses yeah that's a good thing that uh that i need to do a lot more i often carry a pair in my uh car glove box and i have one in my uh backpack all the time Uh, it's very difficult for me to look into bright light or even to stare at the sky during the daytime but with the polarized lenses it's okay uh if you come and stand in front of me and uh, if you were my batchmate or someone who i know personally i wouldn't be able to recognize your face because i can see only your silhouette a shadow like uh, as if someone is standing there but uh, uh only if you're standing one or two feet away from me uh if you are standing more than two feet away from me i won't be able to recognize or even realize that there is some person standing there i cannot read paper i cannot write yeah i can uh, write of course but uh, i won't be able to do it if you ask me to write on a straight line uh my signatures looks different uh, every time not every time but sometimes uh, i have many difficulties yeah what are the what are the difficulties that i face with my uh, vision uh, uh that will be covered in another episode is that okay guys yeah so this is the story of how i was diagnosed with the rarest of the rare eye condition chondrodystrophy so now you know that i'm special now you know that you have to press on the follow button now you know that you have to share my story with your friends your uh, visually impaired or legally blind or blind friends 
who are searching for motivation, who are looking for inspiration. Tell them my story. Tell them I started three businesses. Tell them I have multiple streams of income. And tell them that they should listen to this podcast, which is called Money is Blind. So I hope you like this one. Uh, It's getting late. Today is uh, December 1st. It's World AIDS Day. We ran a promotion on Doe40.com today, wishing our users a happy World AIDS Day. And uh, it's almost uh, 11.20 p.m. now. It's time for me to sleep. So I'll see you in the next one. And uh, always remember, dream big. Work hard till you attain your dreams. Uh, Till then, make me your guide. Let me guide you in the right way. Follow the podcast. Share with your friends. And uh, I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.